Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Keezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, as I look back at the UConn's 5-0 victory over Union on a Saturday afternoon slash evening at uh, Messerink. And uh, it was a thorough, thorough victory for the Huskies coming off of really a f- tough 4-1 loss from Friday night in a game which uh, they played very well. And then Union took advantage of three third-period goals to put that game away in the third period. But on Saturday, it was just a completely different story. The U- UConn was on the go from the drop of the opening faceoff. They were they, uh, they were relentless. Uh, Union made too many mistakes defensively, didn't generate enough shots, and Kyle Chauvet in goal was since probably too not too strong of a word to say, but he was just just unbelievable in the nets. He stopped a record sixty two shots in the game, and he probably could have had more if he didn't have a skate issue, which uh, affected him in the the first and second periods and forced. Uh, a skate blade came off uh, in the first period. They, uh, the officials gave Union some time to get the skate repaired, but it took it to, to a point where they either had to uh, put Joe Sharabin, who had actually skated to goal uh, while the skate was uh, Chauvet. They were trying to fix Chauvet's skate. And, but Union ended up taking a timeout, and uh, so they, they burned a timeout early in, in the game. Um the whole first, I mean, and then the second period, uh, the, the skate blade broke again, and Shawat had to go off the ice. And Sharab came in and uh, made two uh, saves on the shots he faced in three minutes thirty-seven seconds of action. But uh, Shawat was just utterly brilliant tonight, uh, Saturday night. It was, it was just an incredible game for him. As I said, a record sixty-two saves, breaking the record of sixty-one set by Wayne McDougal. Back on March 16th, 1984. Um, here's how stunning this was uh, on Saturday night. The original shots on goal in the first period had uh, UConn ahead 21 to 5. And, uh, and then they had 19 shots in the second and 20 more in the third period. Uh, we, uh, I went down for my post game interviews, uh, talk, we'll have interviews with. Um, uh, UConn head coach Mike Cavanaugh, Union head coach Josh Halsey, uh, goaltender Kyle Chavette, forward Ben Tupker, and uh, defenseman Cullen Ferguson coming up just a little bit. Obviously, no uh, Union goal highlights since uh, they didn't score. <laughs> so, um, but after we came, after I came up from uh, the uh, interviews uh, afterwards, uh, they were looking over the video of the first period and discovered they missed nine shots on goal. So UConn ended up with. 30 shots on goal in the first period. Union only had five. How UConn was not ahead three or four nothing is just mind-boggling. That's, again, Kyle Chauvet did everything. He, he made the saves, and then there, there were a couple shots that hit the post, and UConn could have gotten frustrated. Uh, but uh, the, the dam broke uh, midway through the second period after the, the second period media timeout. Uh, uh, Hudson uh, Shandor won a faceoff from uh, Jacob Jeanette in the Union, uh, Union right circle. He drew it back to Matthew Wood, and Wood is a first-round draft pick of the National Predators. Fired at home at 10:21 of the second period, 
And really, all intents and purposes, probably the game was over at that point because, like I said, Union was not generating anything offensively. And, and like I said, they were making too many mistakes in their own zone. There were too many passes up the middle. As, uh, it just seemed like they were just flustered. And uh, Colin Ferguson said, and you'll hear it in the interview afterwards, he believes the team was just satisfied after after the win last night. And um, that's going to – and you'll hear some interesting comments from Josh Halge coming up uh, because the uh, union, union's off next week, and the next game will be November 4th against RPI. And there's going to be some interesting uh, decisions to be made. I, I should say November 3rd. I got, they played November 3rd and November 4th. Um, so it's going to be uh, interesting uh, time for the uh, Garnet Chargers. Um, UConn got two late uh, second-period goals from Chase Bradley and uh, Tristan Frazier uh, less, uh, just over a minute apart in the uh, second period. So it was 3 nothing after two periods. And um, then UConn just sealed it with goals by Ryan Mashey, former RPI player, and Frazier scored late on a two-on-one on an assist from Mashey to wrap up the scoring. Uh, another former ECAC hockey player, Ethan Hader, who was a goaltender at Clarkson, ended up with 22 saves in the game. And like I said, he wasn't really tested at all. And, um, yeah, Union, like I said, Union, just the shot breakdown was five in the first, eight in the second, nine in the third period. So... Uh, just to, like I said, Kyle Chauvet was amazing uh, in this game, and um, we'll, you'll hear from him in a little bit. But let's uh, begin our post-game coverage, and uh, let's talk with the head coach of the UConn Huskies, uh, Mike Cavanaugh, get his thoughts on the game. We're a lot of times happy with uh, 60 attempts in a game, and you get 60 shots on goal tonight. Uh, just what clicked for you guys? I think we came out with a purpose. Uh, we've been frustrated. Um, you know, we've been playing pretty well, and we haven't been getting results. And I think the you know mantra tonight was let's play a no doubter, but let's play so well that regardless of the goalie or whatever other variables are in the game, there's no no doubt we're going to find a way to win this game. Would you call it a perfect game? Because <laughs> the way you guys are playing, you, I mean, Union just didn't seem to have any jump. You guys had the jump from the get-go, and you know, it was just only a matter of time before you guys got on the board. Yeah, I don't know if it was perfect, Ken, but uh, it was probably the most complete game we've played here in a little while. Yeah, it's been certainly this year. Um, but it was a, a pretty much a complete 60-minute effort tonight, yes. You say you wanted it to be a no-doubter, but you go into that first period without scoring. Was there any trepidation or hesitation in the locker room? Uh, not really. We played really well. I said if we can come back in here, I think it was 21-5, to 5, the shots in the first. I go, if we can come back in and it's 42-10, to 10, I guarantee you we will have goals. And uh, eventually, if you're doing that, you are going to wear down teams. So, And that's what happened. Once you got that first one, did you sense that the, 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 you guys were in control at that point? Uh, no, because they had some good. They had a couple good chances after we got the one, and uh, but after we got the second one, and then that third one went in, then I felt like okay, you know, this it could open up here. How important was it to keep that up in the third period? We know how three goal leads sometimes get squandered. Well, for you know, we're a team that lost three games in a row, so that group in there was pretty hungry that they were going to finish it tonight. I mean, how frustrating was it last night? And that did that really channel that energy into the, to today's game? Yeah, well, last night was a kind of a carbon copy of last Saturday too. So 
I think that's happened sometimes, you know, but when you keep playing the game the right way, I think the third goal was a great example of that where our guy reloads and back checks and picks a pass off and then just throws it to the net and it goes off the stick and in. And those are the goals you, you get when you play the right way. After, uh, before he scored that first one, I think he hit the post three times and it came out. And then Chase's is just this weird kind of floater that kind of lands right there for him. Did it feel like at that point that finally he got whatever hex uh, was on you, off of you? Uh, I saw you, I said, start burning, <laughs> start burning sage, do whatever it takes. It was, it felt like there was a hex, like someone had, had a voodoo doll with a Yukon voodoo doll, I don't know, but, uh, the most important thing is that we just keep playing the game the right way because when you do that, in the long run, the results come. A couple of former ECAC players in that Mashi yeah. and uh, Hader come in here. They both, yeah, Hader gets a shout out, Mashi gets the goal. Uh, what do you like about those players? Um, well, they come with a lot of experience. They're very mature kids. Uh, Ryan just plays a hard-nosed power forward game. He finishes checks. Uh, he goes to the dirty areas. And Ethan's a very efficient, calm uh, goaltender who, who also, while he plays calm, he brings energy to our team. So we're very fortunate to have both of them. With Ryan, he finally gets his first goal. Uh, did you feel like he was playing better than what his numbers suggested? No question. I, I felt the same thing about Justin Pearson last year. You know, it took him about eight games to get a goal, and then once he did, it kind of broke open for him. So I'm hoping the th same thing happens for him. What about Tristan Frazier? Gets two goals tonight and two very different type of goals. I thought he was excellent. Actually, all weekend, I thought he had a very, very good weekend. He gave us a lot of solid, hard minutes. That line was very, very good, the slip line. Yeah, he's... Uh, for most of his freshman year, if not his whole freshman year, you had him on the energy line. Tonight he was on third line out of the energy line. What have you seen from him to bump him He's up? He's just playing the game the right way. He plays hard. He plays physical. He can win a draw if we need him to win a draw. Um, and he plays 200 feet. You know, he doesn't cheat the game. So uh, he, he's, he's really coming as a player for us. Now let's get the thoughts of the Union Garner Chargers. Let's begin with the head coach, Josh Halgey. Like I said, he was not happy with the effort except for a couple of players, obviously Kyle Chauvet, and he also singled out Cullen Ferguson, who had a goal taken away from him uh, in the uh, third period. Uh, it was deemed that Ben Tupker interfered with uh, Hayter in the crease. Uh, video review, uh, went to Union to challenge the call and uh, lost the video review. Um, so there's another frustrating thing. There's also some frustration at the end there with a couple of players in the third period getting 10 minute misconducts, Jeanette and uh, John Prokop and um, uh, John How uh, Josh Halge addressed that as well. So here's the union head coach, Josh Halge. So what happened there? I mean, UConn came out from the get-go and they just they just took it to you from, from the opening face-off. Yeah, they, they were the hungrier team for sure. Um, I don't know if we were just satisfied with He'll get in, get in the one win, um, but yeah, it was just a disappointing effort. Um, obviously, I want to <laughs> review the tape before I, like, I, not 100% sure why why we didn't have the effort and energy we, I was expecting us to have. There were, there were a lot of turnovers in the defensive zone, you know, defensemen throwing pucks in the middle of the, uh, you know, they, they teach that in, in youth hockey that you not to throw it up the middle. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just seemed like it was, it was one mistake after another, and just, you guys couldn't get yourself out of it. I mean, it was we're, – we're lucky to be in a game early, and we had, you know, 
media we we're holding on to try to get to the first media timeout not to have to waste our timeout then you know Kyle has a skate issue so we have to use our timeout so it was like another time to try to regroup um, I mean we just at some point someone's got to grab grab it and and make a simple play I mean we were throwing pucks everywhere um, you know I haven't seen that out of this group and it was extremely disappointing I mean, what happened with I me mean, twice? I mean, they gave you enough time to try to get that skate fixed with Kyle to the point where they had to say either you have to burn a timeout here, and then and then it happens again in the second period. What was the issue with it? I I believe it's broke. Um, you know, I I, um, I I think Bags did a Dave Baglio did an amazing job just to get him even back because I I mean his hand was all cut up and so uh, Dave Sam. What's that? Dave's hand was all cut up trying to like get it in. So, um, yeah, I, I think now he realizes that it's broke. Um, but he uh, he fixed it enough so he could play. I mean, maybe the the only player really played well tonight was Kyle. I mean, you can't fall on the five goals, and um, yeah, he makes a career save um, that last night, and he topped the night. Unfortunately, it's a loss. I mean, you don't you don't want to have a a career save night and a loss like that. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for him. We hung him out to dry. Um, disappointing that uh, we weren't better for him because he was he was great. It seemed like when they got that goal there off the face off, that sort of you know really you know, took the wind out of your sails. And then they got a you know bouncing goal and then another goal to flex off a puck thrown in the nets. I mean, just like you yeah. said, unlucky for Kyle, but just yeah, just the team has to do better and you know sticks and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean it's just a numbers game. You throw enough pucks at the net, eventually one's going to bounce in, and and that's what happened. I mean they just they had the puck all night long and they they controlled it, and um, you know they you can tell they were a desperate hockey team and they played that way. Frustration boiling over there in the third period. Uh, Jeanette and Prokop getting ten minute misconducts. Uh, uh, what did they do to deserve to, to get that? I, I, you know. That that's probably the most disappointing, you know, thing for me and tonight is like, understand, you know, you have a game where it, it pucks aren't bouncing your way, but like we're not going to be a program that yells at officials, and um, that'll be handled on on Monday. Um, two video reviews: uh, one, the puck went under the net, and I thought, but then another situation of the goaltender interference, you had to challenge it, you lost the challenge. What were you, what what did they tell you? It was. Um, Tupker in the crease there, or what was the situation? He he was. <laughs> so the the one that went under the net, yeah, like that one. I think that did go under the net. Um, Tupkers, they said um, there wasn't enough video evidence to review to to determine if he made contact or if he not. But the call on the ice was that he did make contact, so it, it stays no goal. So um, I I would think that if you can't tell if there's contact or not on a video review, that there probably wasn't. But um, Again, we we had to challenge. I mean, we're down three nothing at that point. We got to roll the dice and, and challenge it because we had had to lose use the timeout to to get Kyle's pads fixed. Uh, Tyler Watkins was out of the line tonight. Any reason for that? Uh, you, you know, at, at, at this point, we're just <laughs> if you're not playing to the level that you know we, we need you to play at, we're we're putting some guys down and. Um, that's kind of where we felt like, and there'll probably be some guys right now that are going to have to earn their, their spot in the lineup after tonight's performance. Yeah, now you have two weeks to evaluate things. Uh, is, it, is, is this a good thing, maybe have the, a week off uh, to, to get ready for RPI? Yeah, I mean, it's tryouts for two weeks to, to see who wants to play against RPI. So, um, you know, I, I think that uh, I'm glad it happened this way so we can 
let this one hurt for two weeks. Getting you back at video review, unfortunately you've had some bad luck with video reviews. You've made three challenges, lost the ball, and then you know, teams that have challenged against you and they've won their challenges. I mean, how frustrating is that? Um, yeah, I mean, a, a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's frustrating. I think one was, um, of the three, there's one we probably wouldn't do again. The other two, I, th I think we we for sure would. The the high stick against Colorado College, I would you know still think that is a high stick after after watching that. And um, the one today, I, I think yeah we have to. So um, it's it's frustrating that they're not going our way. But um, does yeah. that make you gun shy a little bit? You know, this early in the season, using three video challenges and not winning them. I, I think it it probably does a little bit. You want to be certain on it, but I I think like. It, it may it's more so just like managing your time out and trying to use it properly so you don't like today today it hurts because you, you get a penalty I'm, I'm okay using a challenge if if you know we take our, our people upstairs you know see it and they think it's worth taking a look at um but today it's frustrating because now we got to you know we just had out some momentum scoring a goal and then now we got to kill a penalty so it was a hell of a move by Colin. that was just a... yeah i actually thought he you know if i was going to call out one player that i thought at least played hard and I, I was happy with it. it would probably be him so it would have been nice for him to get at least rewarded yeah. finally here are union hockey players uh ben tupker cullen ferguson and kyle chauvet hey ben let me start with you um what happened with the effort tonight? i mean it seemed like from the get-go uconn had the jump and you guys just could not couldn't respond um yeah i mean i think we just have to do a better job as a team and um you know, I guess personally as a, as a leadership group of just figuring out a way to make sure that guys can put together back-to-back 60-minute -back efforts. So um, it seems like we're able to uh, put together one game without being able to put together a whole weekend. So um, I don't really have the answer to that right now, but that's something we have to figure out. What do you think, Colin? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I think we were satisfied after yesterday's win. And the lucky thing for us is we're five games in the season. So, like, we're going to this, we got, we don't play for two weeks, so this is going to sit hard, and uh, we're going to uh, we're going to have to we're going to have to understand that this is what happens when you don't show up for a full sixty, even though you just played the game and you had a big win. Like yeah. you got to keep pushing through and understand that there's there's a job to be done. Yeah, Josh was mentioning that you know, he's gonna, next week he's going to sort of like tryouts to see who wants to play against RPI. So you think the practices will be a lot more intense the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, I think they should be. Um, at the end of the day, though, I said at the beginning of the year that uh, I think this is the best group we've had since I've been here, and I stand behind that. And I think this isn't really a practice and preparation thing. I think it's a mentality thing. Um, you know, we had a big win yesterday, but we need to move on. Like, if you sleep on a win, you're going to wake up with a loss. And I think that's what happened to us. So It seemed like the, there were a lot of you know, bad passes in the defensive zone. Guys were trying to you know throw the puck up the middle uh what why why do you think that was, was just you know just pressure were they pressuring you guys at all or well, i mean we were playing a desperate team um they lost their last three straight and they were going to come play hard and play desperate hockey they were going to shoot everything and i think when we saw a lane and we took a half a second to make the play it closed pretty quickly on us and we saw that uh happen and the shots against was a reflection of that you had a goal taken away because of goaltender interference. 
Uh, how frustrating was it to see it happen? What did you think of the call? First, we'll start with Colin. What was it the goal? Yeah, I mean, it sucks. Um, there's no doubt about that. Three goals called off in a weekend definitely stinks, but I mean, that's life and that's hockey. Sometimes you don't get the bounces your way. Like I said, we're five games in, so uh, hopefully we can get a few more bounces moving forward, but it's not much you can do about it now. Ben, were you, did you, did you obviously you disagree with the call, right? Um, I mean, yeah, I was just trying to take his eyes away. I mean, I guess I, I just need to do a better job of, you know, my uh, my body positioning, my awareness, make sure I'm, you know, outside of the crease. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll take responsibility for that. But, um, yeah, it was just unfortunate. It was a good play by all the guys on the ice. And then to see that call back was a bit of a dagger. But um, we just need to do a better job of rebounding after. Kyle, for you, last night you set a career high in saves, and then now tonight you do it again. But unfortunately, it's in a loss. I mean, how, how tough is that to, you know, especially facing uh, nearly 60 shots in the in the game? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's tough, but at the same time, like when teams are putting pucks on net a lot, like it keeps you into the game. And uh, luckily, like they were firing everything, so I was able to to kind of get focused early on throughout the game. You had a skate issue a couple times there, once in the first period, once in the second period. What happened? Yeah, I mean, it was frustrating. I saw the holder on the skate. Um, that hold the part that holds the blade and actually broke so uh we didn't realize that until the second time so um you actually couldn't put the, the skate back in so i ended up using uh axle skate for uh, the second half of the game when i when i came back did that make you uncomfortable with a different skate i mean it's the same skate that i have same size so um it, it didn't feel any any different is that the most shot you've ever faced in as a goaltender work at any level um i'm not sure it's hard to tell i've been playing hockey for a long time so but to be able to make that, that many saves, I mean, how much confidence? I mean, none, I don't think none of the goals are your fault. So, I mean, how confident do you get from, you know, keep making save after save like that? I mean, ultimately, like, as a team, we just want to want to get better and, and move forward. So, um, I mean, we never want to give up that many. But at the same time, you know, they were shooting pucks from everywhere too. So, um, yeah, I, I just think we want to focus on move forward. Uh, well, Colin, what did you think of Kyle's play? Yeah, I mean, like we got a star goaltender in net. We just got to help him out. I mean, like, he's the piece that we need uh, in the season moving forward. Um, and we just need to have his back. I think uh, that's, like, something that you got to use as fuel when you're satisfied with, with a big win. You know, we still have a goalie to stand up for and protect. And when they're shooting everything, like, we need to be smarter with our decisions moving forward and uh, help him out. Ben? Yeah, I mean, what Shelves is doing is, you know, pretty um yeah pretty unremarkable i think he's you know a special goalie and obviously that's reflected so far this season with the stats so um you know i feel bad for him in the sense we're not really helping him out too much so we got to figure out a better way to do that but um you know if he keeps playing the way he is so we expect him to and know he can then i think uh i think we you know should have a good chance of doing something special this year frustration boiled over in the third period um Jeanette gets a, uh, misconduct pro gets a 10 minute misconduct what do you got to do to avoid that frustration with, with the way things were going tonight? Uh, I mean, I just think that at the end of the day, hockey is an emotional sport. And sometimes, um, you know, for two younger guys, I think sometimes the emotion boils over and they let it show. And I think for both of them that they, you know, understand that we can't really be doing that. And it's just a learning lesson. So, I mean, none of us are going to sit here and uh, point the finger, blame them for anything like that. Everybody's made mistakes over the, the course of their career. And yeah, I think that it's just uh, a learning process. And, I mean, they're both great guys and unbelievable teammates. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say a bad word about either of those guys.
My three stars of the game, uh, number three, uh, Ryan Mashey with a goal and an assist. Uh, Tristan Frazier uh, with his two goals, number two. And it's not often you have a goaltender who gave up five goals in a game as your number one star, but you got to go with Kyle Chauvet. 62 saves, a team record. And like I said, he, he played his heart out, and unfortunately that uh, the, his teammates did not play with the same enthusiasm and, and uh, energy that uh, Kyle did on Saturday, and that's going to be interesting to see how Union addresses that over the next two weeks. Like I said, uh, uh, the Uganda Chargers off next weekend, and they'll head, they'll face RPI in the home and home the first week in November. Uh, the first game is at Union on that Friday night, and then it's November third and November fourth. They'll be over at Houston Fieldhouse. So, um, going to be interesting times for the Uganda Chargers, and uh, and then see who will be in that lineup. Yeah, one person was not in the lineup, as you heard from uh, uh, Josh Hodge, was Tyler Watkins, a healthy scratch. Uh, you got to wonder if he's uh, going to be at the same. Maybe the same message that Billy Eamon got uh, when he was uh, held out of last Saturday's game at Colorado College. We'll see how he bounces back, especially since Tyler's uh, one of the assistant captains. So uh, interesting uh, situation there, even though Union won the game uh, on Friday night. So um, one other thing, I hope uh, next season uh, uh, Josh Housie does not to schedule a 4 o'clock Union hockey game when the football team is at home. Parking was uh, – a nightmare. I was driving around for a while trying to find a spot and just could not find anything on campus anywhere. And the, behind uh, the rink was packed as well as far as on the street there and ended up parking uh, on Knott Street and had a long walk. Well, it's not really a long walk, but uh, an interesting walk uh, that I normally haven't had to take. Usually I, mean, I usually have a good parking spot, but that's uh, <laughs> neither here nor there for, for the fans who maybe probably don't care because they're probably in the same, the same boat as I was trying to find a parking spot. Um, with the, everything going on at Union on Saturday. And, of course, it's, I, I thank um, Mike Caruso, my buddy at the, in the press box. They put my name up on the uh, message board and the video board. And uh, Saturday was my last game covering Union as a 59-year-old. Uh, on Tuesday, I turned 60. Dear Lord, how did I get to 60? That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, my mom's coming up, and I may, may have mentioned this on an earlier podcast. We're going to go out to dinner and have some fun and – yeah, 60 years old. It, I don't feel 60. Uh, it's, some days I do, but you know, I, I don't. I still have the energy and just doing this. And uh, yeah, next month comes up, well, my 40th anniversary in in the newspaper business. So, yeah, it's some good times. Good times in this uh, year, and it's a, you know, it should be fun. Uh, turning 60 on Tuesday. So, well, that'll wrap things up here from the uh, Parting Shots Podcast Studio. Thank you for listening. And if you have questions or comments about the podcast or union hockey questions, you can email them to me at shots. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at dailygazette.com. Also, a reminder, uh, the segment, there will be no segment next week with Josh Halsey since I'm on vacation and the team's off. We'll, I'll talk with more with uh, Josh Halsey uh, the following week. We'll talk about uh, what happened here, how he's going to prepare for RPI. And uh, yeah, well, it should be an interesting conversation when uh, Josh joins me on the Parting Shots podcast for his uh, segment. So, and if you have questions, we, we want, in, encourage, I'm encouraging a listener uh, uh, participation. And if you have questions for Josh Halji, you can email me. Like I said, shot at dailygazette.com. You can post the questions on uh, my Facebook page. Uh, I think there's a Union Hockey uh, fan page where I also post uh, stories and um, the podcast. So uh, you can post questions there as well. I really encourage you to, to get involved. And it, it's, it's, it's for the fans. We like to have your, 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 your input and what you're thinking about the team and uh, all that fun stuff. So 
Uh, appreciate you listening, and uh, thank you for do- doing it once again. So, as always, um, the views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schatz. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.